Alana JLo. Yes. You are the birthday girl. I am. How does that feel? Uh, it's it's interesting. Um, I still think and feel uh, as young as I was when I was in my twenties, but it's just strange how time has gone by so fast. Um, but uh, it's a good birthday so far. You're sixty-one today. No, I'm not. Okay. No. How old are no, you? No, I'm 41. Okay. You turn that around, then I would be 14. How's it feel being 14? You're about to enter <laughs> high school again. I entered high school when I was 15. Nice. Not 14. Oh, I entered that's right. Because you were partying a lot. No, I wasn't. Oh. Are you trying to... You know what? You know what? That's not very nice. Sorry, babes. I didn't know. That's not very nice. I entered high school when I was 14, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, because you were close to being 15. Yes. Okay. Okay, I guess that all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, babe, boys. Yes, I, I entered high school when I was 15 because I stayed back a grade. Remember Be I told you that? Yeah, what happened? You were, why did you stay back a grade? Because, um, so part of it was math, which I don't remember them saying that, but my, um, my mother claims that it was uh, math, and then I kept losing my place at reading, but I think I know what I did. I think it's because I was reading, I wanted to try reading differently, and I would start at one end of the page, go to the, go to that other end, and then I would, I would have to move my hands and go to the next uh, part of the page, the next line. And they thought, oh, is, is her reading slowing down? And so they put me back in grade and... Oh, that must have sucked, babes. Uh, you know, I dealt with it. It's it's not that big a deal now. You got to beat up the smaller kids. No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't beat anybody up. Okay. Like I was hold back, okay, just so I could pick on you. No, I would. I did not. Okay, good. No, good. but um. Anyway, yeah. Um, like I've said in the last episode, I am happy that I have another year of life. Uh, another year of my life, and uh, wow, that was that was really loud. That was. Um, and um, I'm just happy to be here, yes. and I'm excited for what the rest of the day will bring. I am too. Now, I hear uh, speaking about people who got held back. I think I heard something like Eminem got hold held back in the ninth grade okay. three times. What? I could be recalling <gasps> that incorrectly. Three times. Good grief. Yes. Good grief. Well, well. I'm surprised I was never hold back with all the days of school I skipped. And yeah, we were no always kidding. like moving from new school district to new no school kidding. district. No kidding. You like barely, you barely passed by the skin of your teeth. Oh my right? God. There were some months where I barely showed up. How, how were you able to get away with it? Was your mom, did your parents ever like fall up with the school or did they Well, ever, they'd be like, you should go to school today and that'll be the end of it. Really? Well, what were, what were they going to do? Because... Uh, not to turn this into a therapy session, but my parents had their own issues. Yeah. And we were constantly moving, especially when we were little. Mm -hmm. And by the time I entered high school, it's kind of like you're on, <clears throat> you know. You're on your own and do what you have to do, right? Exactly. Okay, my parents were not like that. <laughs> Plus, in high school, I went to hippie school. Okay, well then, that makes more sense. There's more permissiveness going on there. They... Only called my mom once. I think we talked about this recently, but I can't remember if it was here or in real life. And it was the day of the Columbine shootings. 
it oh, was because yeah. I had signed up for this class and I had never gone to it. Actually, no, you did. You didn't tell me about that, but you told me why you stayed home. Because it was a holiday. So, not the Columbine isn't a holiday because of the. I shoot. know it's marijuana day, whatever. And I wanted to celebrate, so I of skipped course. school that afternoon. But the problem is, I'd never gone to this class, and I've been signed up for a month. All your brain brain feels away. Yeah. Well. That's a matter of opinion, and I don't appreciate yours on this. It is an It is not my opinion. Okay. Cool, and my school had just gotten in trouble a couple months earlier. Why? Because in the summer of 1998, a girl came and signed up for classes. Uh huh. She never so- showed up, mm-hmm. and I want to say in December, yeah. they discovered her body <gasps> in the river. And when they looked at her attendance records for uh, my school, she had perfect attendance. Oh, no. Even though, like, nobody at the school had really met her except maybe at sign up. Wow. So, so... They're they assuming that because she didn't they didn't see her that she wasn't there. No, she wasn't there. They did some sort of like tests on the body and they determined that she must have been dead for a few months, even though okay. she had perfect attendance. And the school got in a lot of trouble for it. Whoa. So they had to start kind of cracking down on that type of thing. But 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 you but you did you sign up for that same class and you never went to it? No, it was a different class, babe, oh. but the point of the story is the school got in trouble. That's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. And that's why they called my mom. Oh, or that's no. why they started clamping down on people who were skipping all the time. That's, and then they called wow. my mom uh, when I was hitting the bong. Oh, my boyfriend, the druggie, ladies and gentlemen. This was back in the day. Uh, and exactly why I don't want anyone to hear this. Oh, what ifs. It's kind of embarrassing. It's legal now. Yeah. I don't Portland. care if it's legal. So we're going to smoke on. Okay, we're not going to. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with it. In moderation. Okay. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. In moderation. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Next on the agenda here. Please. Let's keep on track. <laughs> well, moving on. Moving on. I don't want to hear a speech from a druggie. No, not really. Oh, idiots. I still love you, babes. Ugh. We slept really well last night. I was out. So was I. Was I. Out. Had For a about seven drink. hours, I did too. And as soon as I woke up, it left my mind. I I I, I slept for a good eight hours. Um, I think I was in. I think I was out by about eleven something. No, eleven thirty. We didn't stop doing what we were doing until like eleven forty-five. Oh, actually, I think you're right. So I guess it was close to seven hours. Mm-hmm. Whichever, whichever, however many hours it was, it was a really good sleep and. Yes. I didn't even have to get up. I was... I was out. I was out. I was very out. I always, or most of the time, I'll wake up earlier than you. But this morning, it was only by about 10 minutes. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Heard about more vandalism in Portland on the news. Oh, wow. They they really need to crack down on that. This is ridiculous. Yeah, like, I'm all for peaceful protests. That. But it's turning into vandalism and it's it's ridiculous. But it's been it's been like that since last summer. I mean, you think that, I mean, and and I don't understand. And all I have to say about that is, I just don't understand what they're trying to uh, get across because vandalism doesn't solve anything. It just makes things worse. What I will say is, I think it's a small majority of the people who are actually protesting. But that doesn't make it right. You do have to arrest people at some point who just start breaking stuff to send the message that you're not going to take it anymore. 
Right, and uh, if uh, if Mayor Wheeler would step up to the plate like he should have done, then uh, Portland would be a lot safer. Well, I voted for somebody else last time, and you voted. For I him. should have vo- what I should have done is I should have put Santa Claus on the ballot. In, uh, <laughs> no, you should have voted for the lady I voted for, Sarah, whatever her last name is. I but I she, on her own. Uh, she's worse than him. They're they're pretty bad, but she's like a step worse than that. She's I, like really really radical. I. I uh-uh. I heard her mention people with disabilities, though, like in a positive way when she was running for office. And you usually don't hear a politician do that. Yeah, well, disabilities or no disabilities, if she's not doing the will of the people, then forget it. I'm not I'm not voting for someone like that. She can't. She didn't get elected. Well, good. I wasn't going to vote for her anyway. Oh. But what I should have done was I should have voted. I should have put somebody else's name instead Me. of Mayor Squealer. You should have put my name in there. No. Why not? Because I, 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 I'm sorry, I wouldn't vote for you if you're a politician. Oh, I'm being really honest. <coughs> I would not. I don't care. If because things would get a lot better. No, I don't think so. Oh. Yeah, we need to crack down on the vandals. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It needs it needs to stop, and uh, people need to go downtown again. When things are better and it just, it just can't happen anymore. It's also like if you look at the number of shootings that have happened this year, it's gone up dramatically and we're still not completely reopened. <laughs> I just don't, I mean, we've talked to this, we talked about this, uh, you know, ad, ad nauseum, uh, but why do they feel it's their right to not just vandalize people, but to use whatever power they think they have to oh well I'm special I can leave that I can leave my house what's even more interesting to me babes is the apologists who don't vandalize things but whenever you talk to them they're like oh yeah I think it's so awesome that people are getting out there and breaking property because that's how you get change no it isn't well (laughs) you got to ask yourself what kind of change are you getting I don't even think half of them I don't know if you would agree with this but I don't even think that half of them that are doing this even know what kind of change they want. They just want to be heard. And mm-hmm. the it, it does it, even if they scream the loudest and the longest, that doesn't mean that they're going to be heard. It's just it just means that they're going to be noticed for their crimes. And I think if you really want to be heard, write to your local legislation. There's write many things Congress. you can do to be heard. I'm right. not against peaceful protests. Yes, or write write to people, send letters, uh, mail them out if you have to, but. Don't go to their offices and, and take out their window. Mail them out if you have to. Uh, no, you know what I mean. Okay. Mail them out if you want to. Email them. Do whatever you can to get your point across, but don't go to their house and take out their window. That's not cool. No, it isn't. Because no. then it just becomes an escalating thing. Yeah, it, it is. Um, and uh, it just isn't. It just does not solve any anything i remember like two years ago before everything with covid started to happen there was some liberal guy who went to tucker carlson's house and i heard the story oh i remember that yeah yeah yeah. so i heard the story and i started laughing i thought oh that's pretty funny no it wasn't getting what he deserves and then i started uh, i was watching tyt Uh and jink was like no i i that's not good at all we don't want to start that did you hear about that his wife was the only one there yeah yeah. she's freaking out they they threatened to um hurt her and uh tucker carlson and their entire family 
And uh, that's scary. I mean, nobody should ever have anyone come to their house for no reason and threaten them. No. Uh, I mean, whether or not they're on the right or the left, that should not be happening. Listen, it didn't make me laugh. I'm not going to lie. But... Uh, but after the, after you after you heard the other side of it, when I was watching TYT <laughs> and they broke it down, it made a little bit more sense why it was wrong. No, that was that's horrible. I I mean, even if it's a uh, sleazy politician like Nancy Pelosi, I wouldn't even advocate for anyone to threaten her or but, white supremacist like Tucker Carlson. He's not okay. Okay, Bubs, you have to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, stop tickling me. Okay, next thing. Next, next thing. thing. Next thing. We'll talk about him. No, time. no, we are not going to do that. Okay. okay. I don't even watch him anymore. Fox anyway. apologize Bubs. for it, okay? Gloves? What? I'm going to grab your iPad. All right, we're moving on, babes. Thank you. <laughs> even if you force Hey, 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 hey. Enough. Go ahead. Enough. <laughs> you make one bot shot. I say a fact, and then it's off. Actually, they're both facts. No, they're not facts. He supports that, no, and she is a facts. sleazy politician. So. No, well, that one is true. Both are true. No, they're, no, the other one is not true. The other one is not true. Mm. He even came out and said that that's not what they, that's not what that show supports. Anyway, next. Just... Next. <laughs> all right, all right. Next. <laughs> Moving on. Next. <laughs> Bubs. Babes. I'm telling you, Bubs. Okay. <laughs> I love you there, Jay Wall. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. You be good. I'm always good, boy, okay? What did we make for dinner last night, babes? Oh, my goodness. We made a cheesy broccoli and rice bake with a couple of, uh, was it Yukons or Russets? I think they were Yukons. Okay, they were a little, I thought they were They were a little bigger. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. They were just they're... like the yellow potatoes. I don't think they were Yukons, though. Okay, well, they were. they were a good substitute. Yes. And, um, oh, it turned out so good. And we used, um, some cheese for the top and, um, the, the, uh, French onion and cream of mushroom soups. And we've made this before, but it just, it melted together so well. And we just finished it off just, uh, about a, um, uh, half hour, or so half hour ago or so. Yeah. It was really good. Amazing. It I really enjoyed good. it as well. It, it it and I was really happy that the rice came out really well, and um, I was just happy with the whole thing. It was super hot when we broke it out last night. Oh yeah, you remember the last time we made it, and you're like, "Whoa, this is super hot." I said, yes. "Yeah, it is." Like, I'm not going to eat it for a while, and I, I was kind of uh, slowly, slowly getting into it. I only had one bowl of it last night. It was such an intense cooking experience that my cane got damaged in the process. Okay, let me explain that. I don't know how this happened, so I, re I really don't know how this happened. But his cane was next to my door, and I was leaving because I had to go down to the, the leasing office to get some things done. I was chopping a potato. He was chopping a potato, and I'm like, uh, your cane just got lodged into my door. And what happened is that the grip got caught between the door and the wall where the hinges are. And um, so he had to pull the thing out and um, the only thing that was damaged was part of his grip. It was like the, there was like a, obviously a damage there, but it'll it'll live. I, I honestly think you should get a new cane though. In fairness, I do get those for free. Yeah. Thanks Why to don't... 
Why don't want? Why don't they have? Um, why don't they want to sell collapsible canes? They sell them, but they won't give you one for free. And I actually like the free ones better, not just because of the price, but because oh, I don't of the way they're set up. I don't like straight canes because I never know where to. They're just so long. I don't know where to put them all the time. And Sometimes it could be a bit of an inconvenience, but overall, I think they're good. And I like something folded on my lap or on a table. I don't want to have to deal with. Oh, where am I going to put this? I suppose you can lean it up against a table, but I'm like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. That's you, babes. Well, you can hang it on the hook in my. Um, you can hang it on the hooks where my closet is. That's what I ended up doing because then I put it on the other sa- side of the door. You went downstairs again to sign a lead thing, and the cane fell again. Yeah, and I'm like, that's never happened before. So I, um, I mean, you could. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of wondering if she if you should keep it there anymore because that that's never happened before. Yeah, I always keep it there when I'm at my place, right by the door. Okay. Yes. Somehow, I don't know how that happened, but um, I will make sure that that doesn't happen again, okay? Okay. Yes. And you threw my iPad on the floor last night. That was by accident, okay? I didn't throw it. It fell on the floor. (laughs) And... Well, I was looking for a form that you needed to get. I need to get down to the manager, and I had no. I should. I didn't. I should have moved. I should have moved it, but I didn't even think about looking up at what was on top of it because I didn't think you would put it on my folder. So I did not put it on your folder. I put it next to it. Okay, so something happened to where I must have. Um, I must have accidentally pushed it off. Oh, oh. By mistake, but it still works, bub. This thing is really durable. Yeah, but I'm I that was an accident. It 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 still works and I'm glad it works and uh I I saw we that it fell on the floor. That's okay, babes. They're supposed to be coming out with a new one soon. Really? Yeah. Um have you seen how much bigger is the actual iPad from the mini cuz you have the mini, right? I have the mini. Um I don't know because I've only had minis before. Okay. I'm surprised that, that these are durable because I know iPhones are not durable. No, that's a little bit. I mean, listen, if you throw it on the ground every day, it's going to break. A lot, break. yeah. It's yeah. going to break, yeah. But I haven't had too much issues with durability and Apple products before. Oh, good. Because you, cause you um, for the most part, keep it pretty safe and yeah, I'm I'm also kind of like mindful of it. And I think a lot of people just like, well, put it anywhere. And, yeah, yeah, I you know. know. I oh, know. I put it in the sink with hot water and it's oh. no longer working. Well, I heard that they're ma- they have phones out now that are actually water resistant. Allegedly. Allegedly water resistant, but I I I did read that if you have if you get water on any tech product, you uh put it in dry rice overnight. That can help. It helped with my computer once. It helped with an old iPhone I had that a friend gave me. Yes, it's good. Yes, yes you will. That's right. Yes, you will. But that's interesting. Durability and uh, technology uh, or, or electronics. Yes. Can be a thing. I think you should get an iPad at some point, babes. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, that that might actually help. I mean, I, I, I like laptops, but... 
but iPad, I mean, can you, you said that you had a hard time storing stuff on an Apple iPad. The, that's my main issue with Apple. What, you just put your foot on my iPad. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's, I, was, I was stretching my leg. That's my big problem with Apple products is I've noticed that for me, it's very hard to transfer files from one Apple device to another. I've heard people say that that's not the case, but what ends up happening is when you talk to these people, they only have a couple of files on their device, right? So, uh -huh. for example, I have something like 2,000 books just on this iPad, mm -hmm. not counting other files. Well, what if you're transferring uh, stuff to your iPad from an old laptop or, yeah, how does that work? You have to use iTunes is the interface, mm. you plug it in, and I'm not quite sure how it works on Windows, but on Mac, you open iTunes, and there's some settings to sync everything. Oh, really? Yeah, but it doesn't always do it. There's always a couple oh. files I notice that don't sync over correctly. That's my main issue with Apple is how they handle storage. And then iPads... It's um, not intuitive. And then iPads, you can set it up to have a voiceover, right? Yeah, and that's super easy. Good, okay. You just... Uh, I, I can actually show you after we're done with this, but it's it's very easy to do that. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. Yes, Jim. Well. Okay, well, that's something to think about. Um, I thought about that because I remember when the iPad first came out, and I was asking somebody who had the um, uh, the regular-sized iPad, mm -hmm. and he said that there's a lot you can do on it, but there's some things you can't. Um, they have gotten better over time. Yeah, and I'm like, well, why would I want an iPad if it's not ready yet? You know, and but now it's more, it's becoming more accessible for uh, blind users and and things like that. And as a musician, I think you would like it because you could put together oh beats yeah and songs in it. I wonder how that would work with. Uh, that's going to be interesting because because one software which is a. Dancing Dots for all you blind musicians out there. That only works with JAWS. So I'm not sure how that would work on iPads. Um, and I don't know. I, I would have to research on what music software that is blind-friendly can work better on iPads and laptops. I would assume you just use GarageBand and have VoiceOver over. VoiceOver on. I, yeah, I guess yeah. so. I suppose that would work. Yeah, if I, if I had a Mac. No, but the iPad has... Um, GarageBand? Yes. Really? Mm hmm Interesting. And what's really cool, babes, I, I I may have talked about this here. If I did, I apologize. Okay. You could hook this up to your computer, mm -hmm. open a program like, I don't know, Audacity, for example. Yes. And record sound from your iPad into your computer. So mm. you could say, what's the purpose of that? But let me give you an example. <clears throat> Let's say you are going out, but you want to listen to a radio program that doesn't have a podcast feature. Okay. You plug it in, you start recording, you play it on your iPad and start recording it into your computer. Nice. And then when you come back, you can have an MP3 of that program. Here's a question for you, Bob. What's up? Um, if you were to save like a documents folder onto your iPad, how would you be able to print it? They have Bluetooth printers. Oh, and okay. keep in mind, I haven't done this okay. because I rarely print something. I believe the last time I did yeah. might have been in 2018, and I went to the wow. library. But I do know that they have Bluetooth printers, and you would connect it that way. Okay, because I'm, I'm so used to using my own uh, printer to print uh, from my laptop. So mm -hmm. 
So I, I mean, I, I was just wondering. Um, I know that when the Braillen speaks were out and they were really uh, popular, the note-taking devices um, from, uh, well, it used to be called Blazy Engineering and yeah. now it's uh, Freedom Scientific and it, and it used to be Henter Joyce too. Anyway, um, I heard that they had uh, portable printers at one time. I remember hearing something about that too. Yeah, in fact, a friend of mine, I heard that she had a portable printer. And I'm like, well, why didn't I know about this? Because mm-hmm. I would have to, you know, when I would go to the blind school, I would have to use a printer at home. Yeah. And it's so cumbersome. Yeah. Because it's like I have to make sure nobody's using it. I have to also make sure that it's connected to my computer. And it's just annoying. If you don't want to buy another printer, this might not be good for something like that. But you could easily check your emails with this. Yes. You could watch YouTube videos. Yes. You could... uh, Netflix works really well on this. So Mm. does Hulu. Okay. So it has some definite advantages. I could take it on... I could take it on trips. Mm -hmm. You know, now that planes are letting people um, use their devices in flight, which I think is kind of interesting. Um. I usually don't, but uh, you know, for it would be it would be good for traveling once I decide to travel, whenever that would be. So, yes. yeah, cool. Yes, well, that's something to think about. You know, that's something to think about. This heel. That's right, Jay Wool. Yes. But you'll get to it when you get to it. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Babes. Yes. Do you want me to give you your present now? Not yet. Okay. I have a feeling it's going to be one of those things where I'll keep saying it and I'll go home without giving it to you. You'll be like, you haven't given me my poison yet, okay? No, I'm not going to let you go home without letting me have it. Okay. No, because that's, you know, you you brought it for a reason. I wouldn't want you to bring it here for no reason. (laughs) I did, I did. (laughs) Yes. J-Lo. Yes. We watched... A really good movie last night. Why and then another film. Here, Here's... Why don't we start with the not as great a movie first? Even though it's the last one we watched. Even though it's the last one we watched. Just because I want to I wanna end this segment on a good note. I do too. And uh, I should clarify something. I told you last night I'd mildly recommend it. The more I think about it, I don't think I can. Oh. All right. Even though there are a few things in it I did like. But why don't you give a description of the film Center Stage? Okay, so it's been years since I watched Center Stage. I really liked it, and I think it's one of these like chick flick movies that isn't for everybody. But I liked it. Um, so it's about these teenagers that uh, get into the um, American Ballet Academy. They are um, aspiring ballerinas, uh, both girls and guys um the main character in this movie is jody sawyer she's kind of awkward she's very very new at this she really wants to dance she doesn't want to go to college she's kind of trying to feel her way around this um this academy uh she has a couple of roommates one is eva rodriguez you can tell that she's kind of um has uh, you see, has some issues. She's a little bit rough around the edges. She's kind of disruptor, disruptive in class. She wants to, um, she wants to dance, but you know, a lot of the teachers don't really like her style. And then you have Maureen 
Cummings, who is like the quintessential ballerina. Everybody thinks that she's beautiful and she's popular, or maybe she's not so popular because she's not very nice to girls. And but she knows how to dance. Like she is like the person that they choose to use as an example. Uh, there's other people there. There's Cooper Nielsen, who's... Um, explain Cooper Nielsen, if you would. If I remember right, he's like this 20-year-old who is a dance instructor. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. And didn't he have an affair with somebody else's wife who's also on the staff? Uh, oh, I think that's who it was. Yeah, or, or I'm I'm guessing that he was married and she left him. I'm not quite sure how that worked. I forgot what it was. I think he, I think the affair might be correct. He's super into women and is very, very popular with the media and everybody else. And he goes after our girl. Jody Sawyer. Jo- Jody Sawyer. Because she's very young and impressionable, mm-hmm. and she thinks that, oh, well, cool, Cooper Nielsen is after me. He's, like, super big in the ballet world, and I've I've got him. I've got the girl. He's, or the guy. He's kind of like the August Fresh of this movie, except a few years older. Jeez. No, no, that's not... It's, no, no, it's, it, let's clarify, it's not nearly as bad as that. I don't think August Fresh isn't even that bad, but that's my opinion. Anyway, let's go on. So... So these kids are uh, taking classes from uh, Juliet Simone, who was a ballerina in her time, and she's an older woman uh, who takes these girls under their wing. And then I forgot the other guy's name, Jonathan. Jonathan, I think, is he the head of the school? I think he's the head of this department. The department, of, yeah. I don't know if he actually runs the school, but he's definitely one of the higher-ups. Yeah, so um, I'm kind of going... I'm 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 not going in the correct order because there's so many things that happen in between. But uh, so Juliet Simone is one of the teachers um, who takes the the girls under her wing and tries to show them how to uh, dance um, better. Uh, Jonathan is the head of the department. He wants to do a ballet workshop, and he's going to audition groups of kids to be in his workshop. Um, we should say that. I think he does it every year, and a lot of people who are famous in the ballet world come and recruit people based on this workshop. To be in an actual ballet company. Mm -hmm. So, um, so let's see. Uh, There's a couple things going on here. Um, Cooper Nielsen uh, notices Jody Sawyer. They go out on a date. Um, You know, she thinks he's really into him. I'm sorry. She he thinks she's real. He she thinks he's really into her, uh, because they have a one night stand, and that's that. Meanwhile, Cooper's carrying on with his girlfriend, tall and thin girl. I don't know what her name is. Really annoying. You've seen her. Yes, in the movie. Yes. Um, I don't even know why she's there. Anyway, um, so that's going on. You've got Jim Gordon, who is, uh, he isn't a ballet person, is he? He's studying, but I, no. Medical. I think he's studying, he's pre-med, I'm sorry. Yeah, but he doesn't go to the school, but he's somehow around it? Yes, he, he notices Maureen. He really likes her. Um, seems like a really nice guy. Um, 
he studies pre-med. I think, I think they went on a couple dates. Um, and then you've got Eric Jones. He's like the only gay ballet person there. He's kind of, I don't know. He's, he's kind of there. He's not really, there's not really like a, a storyline. They could have done more with Eric. Yeah, I think they could have. Um, and then you've got, um. There's actually a really good scene with Eric, but it's a small scene in the film. Uh, can you explain that, please? It's the one where Eric and Eva are hanging out, and she's like, I don't care about anything. He, he says something to the effect of... Um, That's got to be exhausting, not caring. Well, yeah, but before then, he I, I didn't set it up right. He's like, okay. um, you know, all I care about is ballet, and she's like, I don't care about anything. He's like, yeah, I know. And then she sits down next to him or lies down next to him, and, she, and he's like... Uh, how does that feel not caring about anything? And she's like, like not good. Not good. That scene was actually really, really good. I, I liked it too. Yes. I liked it too. It really it, it really made her think, I think. I mm-hmm. hope so. Like, we know you care and this is just your uh, bitchy attitude trying to cover it up. Right. Yes. She, yeah. She actually does care. She just has her own issues. Yes. Yeah. I didn't like her character though. Anyway, um... So, uh, and then you've got this guy named Charlie, who's a new guy from Seattle, really is into Jody. Jody tells him, hey, look, um, I just started seeing someone, and obviously she doesn't, she doesn't, she hasn't figured it out yet. I haven't seen someone, I've been seeing someone, and I really am, I like what's going on, so, uh, I am going to decline on our date. That's not the, so, yeah. So he's pretty much, he's in the friend zone for a while. Um, would you time in, please? If you would. About the, uh, uh, these characters, I will chime in. Yes. They begin to become more disruptive. At one point, they go to school drunk. Yes, they do. And our girl is told before the one night stand that, uh, we don't believe she's going to be a good dancer because of her feet. Yeah. Whole bunch of stuff happens. And we get closer and closer to the show. She realizes that Cooper isn't going to be with her, even though he basically decided that she would be the star of his component. Of right. His company. Case. Yeah. Yes. His company. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the showcase. The showcase. For everybody else. Unless you want to get ahead of yourself. No, well, you know what I mean. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so they're getting ready for that. Um, Cooper and Jonathan kind of have it out, and um, they're saying, well, you know, how did you, you know, and, and they're getting ready for the showcase. Uh, Cooper is the young choreographer for his uh, part, part of, of the, the, um, the ballet uh, workshop. Um, Jody finds out right before they're supposed to go on, Eric sprained his ankle. Find, she finds out that uh, she's going to have to dance with Cooper. And she's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And she's complaining to Charlie. And Charlie's really into her. He seems like a really nice guy. But he says, just dance how you feel. Just dance how you feel. Meanwhile, uh, Maureen has, I don't know when she has this epiphany, but she realizes... It's like the night before, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh I have to also mention... That um, it is found out that Maureen is bulimic and mm-hmm. she's been throwing up everything she eats. And a Jim Gordon catches her in the bathroom and he's really, really worried. I thought if that she knew that fact right before you asked her out, it could be a really cheap date. Yeah, he would. 
You would just take her walking and then take her back home. Yes, sorry. <laughs> I had a shot then. Uh, so I didn't like this scene because I thought she was just like overacting in this scene and I just didn't think it was great. Oh, enough. this lady is not a good actress. No. But you say, sorry, you're going to tell the story about when she's with the pre-med dude. Yeah, okay. So so she storms off. Um, they're getting ready for the show. And this is, of course, before um, before stuff happens with Eric. Uh, Maureen, I don't know when she decides this, but she decides that instead of dancing her part in the show, she gives it to Eva Rodriguez, which we don't know this until the actual show where her name is in the rec- her name is in the program, but she's not dancing. And apparently none of the teachers knew this either because they're all shocked by it. So Maureen and her mother are outside of the auditorium and she's like, what is wrong? Are you, you know, what is wrong with you? And she's like, Mom, I can't do this anymore. I've been throwing up everything I eat. You wanted this for me. It's not really my dream anymore. And I can't I can't do this. I mean, I really can't. And it's it's implied that I think her mother may have been may have had some kind of a dream and she didn't or, because she knows some of the teachers there and Yeah. I think she might have been a ballet a ballerina at one time. Yeah. So she knows she knows them. And uh, another girl had to leave because uh, apparently they don't want her body type because she gained a lot of pounds. And her mother is like, no, you're perfect. We have to go. And it was it was a sad scene to see somebody leave because of that. That scene didn't work for me, but keep going. Well, it's it's sad in, in, in retrospect, love. It felt like they were trying to. In general. To. Keep going. In general... It's sad for anyone to leave for that. It um, is, but the Bub, way that they did Bubs. it, it didn't strike me as believable. But keep going. Bubs, what? Quiet. Okay. We haven't gotten to com- we haven't gotten to uh, comments. Comments. Commentary. Well, I'm I'm ahead of my time then, Dave. So keep going. Okay, so so it's it's time for Cooper's um uh Coop, Cooper's group to perform. It goes off without a hit. There's some interesting things in there where uh, Charlie rides in on a motorcycle on stage. I thought it was Cooper who ran that motorcycle. Was it Cooper? Because oh, I'm remember... sorry. It was Cooper. I'm sorry. It was Cooper. Yeah. Keep going. So Cooper Cooper rides in on a motorcycle. The 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 audience is completely cheering, and then you've got the uh, the last scene um, where um, you got the last scene where Cooper and Jody are dancing to the song that I really liked. Actually, it's not the last scene, but keep going. One of the last scenes. Okay, go ahead. Yes, one of the last scenes. Uh, okay, so what was the last scene? Well, you forgot after this. There's, uh, they go to the after party and people are being called in. No, 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 no. I, no, I'm talking about the last scene of that segment. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the last scene of the movie. No. Okay, go ahead. No, that was the last scene of the segment. And it went, it went off without a hitch. Uh, they were really good. I wish I would have uh, known what they were doing. And then, um, they're at the after party. Everybody is finding out whether they made the company. Eric finds out that he made Cooper's company. Eva finds out that she made Jonathan's company. So she is guaranteed to have a job in the ballet world. Um, uh, Maureen is congratulating everybody. She's actually, um, uh, being nicer to people. 
Uh, I don't know what she's going to do, but she is uh, no longer uh, a part of the ballet uh, world. And uh, that was the end. She's going to become a food taster. <sighs> but I'm pumped. I always wanted to know what it was like to have a job as a, a chocolate taster. That seems like that could be a lot of fun. Oh. <laughs> and you'd get diabetes very quick. I know. I know. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna love, I'm gonna love it. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna love uh, trying it. Now. Should we uh, give our opinions on this movie? Yes. The acting ranges from bad to okay. Mm -hmm. There's many holes in in the plot line. I know I keep saying this, but there's, I need to believe that what I'm watching is real. But it isn't real. But but here's the thing. Here's the, but here's where it gets even more complicated. Not only did I have trouble believing it, there's parts in the movie where you had trouble believing it. I did, but um, I think I'm kind of biased to this movie because I've watched it with my sisters before and we all like it and we all like to make fun of Maureen. Um, well, and, 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 oh, hold on, I wasn't finished. Okay. Um, I don't think it's all that bad as, as much as you think it is. I wouldn't give it, I wouldn't give it a strong seven, but I would give it a seven. It was it's in between that. I can't recommend it. Uh, there are a few good things about it, though. The music was great. Music is great in this movie. The The ballet music was great. Um, in Cooper's group, there was this drummer that was uh, doing some stuff, and I thought that was really good. But there's just so many plot holes and problems. Like, how could Eva just go up there and nobody says anything before she gets to stage? I think it was the... Um... I think it was maybe they wanted to give an element of surprise. I think they should have done it better, though. But the teachers didn't know it. The I know. people, how is that possible? Because presumably Maureen would still have to go to rehearsals that day in order for the teachers not to know. And yeah, so they'd have to replace true. her at the last minute. None of the other dancers are going to say anything about this. Yeah. Well, it was also predictable, too, when um, Maureen and her mom were having a talk, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it would have been interesting if she would have found out before the show that Maureen was having these problems. This film feels like a cash grab. Like they just put it together to make some quick money. And I know every, basically every movie that comes out of Hollywood is a cash grab. But sometimes there's a little bit more thought put into it. Okay, I totally disagree with you on that. But I think that... Um, I think that the, that this movie does. I will agree that it does. It did need improving. Mm -hmm. um, I don't agree with your score, but that's okay. That's uh, that's okay that we have differing opinions on uh, movies. No, it's it's fine that we do. Yeah. And then it, they never really resolve the conflict between the two teachers. Yeah, they don't. Um, I would have liked to have known, too, about what happens with Eric, um, even though he he sprained his ankle. And, you know, I would have loved to have known a backstory. And I, I think he was he might have been like comic relief or something. Well, we could have used more of Eric because he's actually really good in the movie. Yeah. I would have preferred a little bit more Eric and a little bit less Maureen. I would agree because she just was kind of blah. Mm -hmm. She was blah. Um, there could have been uh, two... Things going on with her and Eric, like two conflicts going on with her and Eric. He's got a, con a conflict with whatever his family or whatever have you, whatever, you know, or he's obsessed with ballet or whatever it is. But, um, 
Yeah, and they, they should have picked a better actress for Maureen, I think. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so I, I can't recommend this movie. Oh. It's just, there's, again, there are good elements to it, but it doesn't hold up as a coherent story. Oh, but that's just me, okay. Uh, and also, yes. what's her name goes in there uh, to Who? the the one lady who's dancing with Cooper. Oh, Jody. And tells the other guy like, "Hey, I don't know if you're gonna accept me or not, but I'm joining this guy's uh, team, right?" Mm-hmm. And we don't even know if he's gonna pick her, right? Because yes, he had a good performance tonight, but she's also surrounded by people who know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So is she going to be able to hold somebody's attention when she doesn't have Cooper basically holding her hand through the entire thing? Right. She's just assuming that the guy called her in there to pick her. He might've been calling her in there to say, you're better than I thought I am than I thought you would be, but I'm still going to reject you. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I think it would have been, I think it would have been interesting had she, found out that Jonathan actually picked her. Yes. So it would have been interesting. And why is he going with Cooper when he broke up with her in such a cruel way? Oh, I know. I know. I, I don't understand it. And and she and she ends up taking Charlie uh you know, going on a date with Charlie to the party. Mm-hmm. The the uh, party uh, with the cast, so I don't understand that either. And I'm not saying that she couldn't have gone with Cooper's company after all that, but it's not, not really explained. I would not have. I would have been like, no, I'm done with you. I danced with you this far, but I'm done. I'm not going to dance with you anymore. Okay, here's a question for you. Yes. Besides for the music, what else did you enjoy about this movie? Um... I I think I like the eccentricity of some of the characters. That no, okay, I will give you that. I I you know I I thought I would have liked to have known more about Charlie because Charlie was a new guy. Charlie came to Seattle mm-hmm. from Seattle, and I think he said his girlfriend broke up with him or something. Or maybe maybe that was Sergey. Um, Sergey was a Russian guy. Um, oh, that's right. Sergey had, had had a girlfriend long distance and. He slept with some other girl. It's like I was lonely. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, Charlie, I would have known. I would have liked to have known more about Charlie because he was kind of a quiet guy and he didn't really see him a lot. And he was really into Jody. Um, yeah, I would. I would have liked to have more interaction between guys between the guys because there was more interactions with uh, the girls and guys. Can I point out something? What. I asked you what you like about this movie, and you you, just, you go okay, into okay, what you okay, okay, just, well, no, no, what, what I'm saying. Okay, that's not a criticism of you. That's to me that says what, volumes I, about the actual. I wasn't movie. finished. Go ahead. Thank you for interrupting me. I, I said, "Can I?" I know, but you just interrupted me while I was talking. Okay. Even though you said, "Can I interject here?" Okay. And you're like, "Yeah, okay." Um. So we both agree that the music was great. Yes. I like the eccentricity of the cast. Um, the eccentricity of the teachers, um, uh, what else? There's, there's other things that I'm, I'm not thinking about right now. Um, I, um, I like the water fight scene. That was okay. Yeah. I, 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 no, I actually did like that scene. That's kind of funny. Yes. 
Okay. Maybe we should do a little bit of character analysis. Okay. <laughs> no, here's my thought process, right? All right. I don't like Eva's character. No. But if we're being honest, I'm more... <laughs> Right. If I was in this movie as one yeah. of the female protagonists, I right. would be probably Eva okay. as far as personality types go. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. What do you think Eva teaches us about self-sabotage? Hmm. Well, I think that the self-sabotage, when I, when, you, when I think about that, you're talking about her, her uncaring attitude, right? Yes, and how she'll show up to class late, yell at teachers. Get kicked out. Yes, and wear improper uniforms. Right. What was she wearing, by the way? She was wearing this really hot thing, but it wasn't a ballerina-type dress. Because remember, at one point, the um, teacher says, oh, we wear these leotards and this Black and leotards yeah. and uh, pink tights, yeah. She wore it well, though. She was really attractive in the movie. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Yes. She wore it well. Um, she wore it well. She wore it well. Sorry, go ahead. You wear it well. By Rod Stewart. I know. Um, Everybody's favorite Rod. Oh my goodness. Um. So, it's clear that this girl has issues, but I think that um, when she remember that part when she was in Jonathan's office. And she's saying that, you know, I had the time of my life dancing there yes. on stage. I think she took all of what she was feeling on the inside and she put it into her art. And it actually, she actually did well with that. And she, um, she was noticed for it. And maybe, maybe the reason why she has this uncaring attitude is because she felt that no one would listen to her. And she just felt unnoticed. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's what you came across as thinking, but that's how I see it. It's definitely a defense mechanism. Yeah, you 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 put up your guard. It, he she kind of has like get them before they get me attitude, which I've had on many occasions. That doesn't that doesn't work, I think. Oh, but um, but maybe she's learned something. Like you know, you don't have to be so tough. You can. You can be vulnerable at times. You can be yourself. You can you can be laid back and not take everything so. You know, don't don't lash out at people just because you're not being noticed. And if you've ever read the tie-in novels to this movie, where they do the follow-ups, you found out, you find out that after Eva got out of dancing, she started working at a petting zoo. Oh, we I, don't know that. There is no book. And. Uh, what? There's no book. The bulimic lady. Maureen. Maureen ended up going to Taco Bell and uh, <laughs> choking on a burrito when it came out the other end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Eva pet sheep and... <laughs> and Maureen dies on the... <laughs> it's kind of like Cass, the rumor about Cass Elliot. So <laughs> I heard that one. I'm like, no, that couldn't have happened. Her daughter claims that that was a lie. <laughs> but it's a fun story. I heard about that. I'm like, no way. 
That's a freak accident. That couldn't have happened that way. <laughs> Apparently, it was just a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> but she was fairly young. <laughs> she was only 30. Oh, wow. That's really young. 30 or 32, something like that. We'll confirm that later. Yes. You can Google that or <laughs> dog, dog, go that, I guess. Yes, Google or, or whatever. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a funny story. But anyway, um, yeah, I think I think she's just lashing out because maybe she just didn't feel noticed before. What does Maureen teach us about <laughs> living your parents' dream? Ooh, she's not she's she's not a very good example of that. She it sounds like she takes things um what do you call it? Um she internalizes stuff, right? She um she puts girls down, but in actuality she doesn't think that she's all that great because her mother has these aspirations and hopes for her and wants her to be the best at everything but then her mother won't listen to what Maureen has to say she just kind of oh well I want to talk to you about your future yeah but I'm trying to tell you about something else and you know and it's and it's another way that Maureen wants to be noticed except in the worst way possible one of the worst ways possible to uh to throw up everything because she thinks she's not that that great She's she she probably thinks she's fat. Oh. Yeah. But she's not. What does Cooper mm. teach us about art and arrogance? Mm-hmm. I think to some artists, arrogance and art come go hand in hand, and I don't think they make a good mix. Would you say? I say some is being very generous. I'd say the vast majority of artists. No, no. I had a flute teacher once that was really upset with somebody for being really, really arrogant to think that they knew better than some other folks. And uh, some artists just can't, can't, has have not figured it out. And and not only that, he um, he was so cruel to Jody and how that how. Um, you know, how she just kind of dropped her like a hot potato. And I am glad that she stood up to him, though. I will say that. Did she really stand up to well, him? Well, she could have done better. Okay, there's your cynical attitude again. Yeah, she could have done better. But, but even you said she could have done better. So it's not just bugs. me, the cynical person. We're not talking about me. Go ahead. We're no, but I'm saying even you think she could have done better. Yeah, but we're not talking about All right, me. go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway. Yeah, I, I don't think that they go hand in hand because he really was arrogant. And, yeah. And uh, Jody keeps going back to him. No, she didn't. She joined his company. Oh, that's right, she did. Okay, never Who mind. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm. You know, yeah, she had that little comment where she's like, oh, you're this incredible person, but you suck as a boyfriend. That's great for the moment, but what happens two months from now when they've yeah, been was, working on moves all night? I was really surprised that she would still, you know, because she's crying to Charlie. And anyway, I could go on and on about that, but this is not. I me. believe that Cooper and Jody are going to hook up multiple times after this movie. Do they ever get into a stable relationship? Probably not, but I bet they're friends with benefits, or at least. Well, what about the other? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the other girl, uh, which I am. Not even sure why she should have been there. She's just kind of there. What do you want to... I don't know what we can say about her. She says like three words in the entire movie. 
Oh, it's more than three words. But she was kind of making fun of uh, Jody and saying, "Oh yeah, next thing you know, she's going to tattoo. She's going to tattoo your her her name on her body on her ass. Yeah, whatever, whatever tattoo. We're going to assume that she has a pet, a pet donkey. So J Lo, how did she? What did she say exactly? Well, by the way, an ass is not a donkey. It's another animal. Okay, we're going to assume she has another animal. What did she say? Bubs. <laughs> you don't like even saying the word ass. Not in that context, Bubs. Oh. It's not, it's not what you sit on. Oh, it is because the human life. Is bubs, a, bubs, stop, stop talking about this evolved crap. <laughs> right? But that's what language does. It's garbage. Oh, okay. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, it's garbage. Go on, go on. Uh, well, I've asked you some questions about the characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. Is there anything about this film you want to ask me about? Um, did you think Jonathan was arrogant? Well, my opinion is, if you're an artist, you have some amount of arrogance. I do believe that uh, artists have a weird relationship with ego. Because most artists in real life, with some exceptions, are very quiet people. Mm -hmm. And are not always confident in other areas of their life. Hmm. And at the same time, often think to themselves, I'm so good at whatever particular skill in arts that I've pursued that I should be paid a living for doing this thing. Hmm. So in that sense, yes, Jonathan is, has an ego, is arrogant, but it's also kind of backed up by years of experience. Right, you can actually back up why. Yeah, he's chosen talent and seeing them go off and succeed and seeing people who he thought would fail not have good careers. Okay, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Coming to get you. Oh, no. I also want to know real quick. Yes. What, if anything, does this film teach us about chasing an unstable dream? Are you talking about in the case of Maureen? I'm talking about in the case of all of them, because mm-hmm. we learn through Eric, yes. even though we kind of have an idea before then, that it's very easy to get injured and get out of the game. Right. Outside of that, it's said early in the movie, and I forget who, who makes this clear, that a ballerina might have 10 years, 15 if that she's lucky. That was Jody. Lucky. Yeah. That was Jody. 15 years of success if she's lucky. So what oh, happens no, to I'm people... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was Maureen who okay. said it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Great for Maureen. Okay. But 15 years if she's lucky. Yes. So what do these ballerinas do after that? That's true. And, and that's the sad thing about... That I'm learning about the artist world is... You don't know how long you're going to be in it. If you do get a stable job as an artist... Um, be ready to fight for it, and um, hopefully you'll be able to stay in the game for as long as you can. But some people don't even get into it. Like, for people that have tried out for symphony orchestras for, you know, I don't believe that I will be in an orchestra anytime soon, but I've, I've heard that people, even the best of the best musicians, have tried out for orchestras, and they, even they were rejected. I also wonder... How much money does a top ballerina make? It can't be millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I have a friend mm-hmm. who's a really good friend of mine, actually. 
Okay. And recently he told me that his godmother is some super successful opera singer. Mm. I'm not going to say the name here partially because I forgot it. Okay. But apparently she's like very well respected in that world. Oh. He speculated to me that her top earning year, she maybe made 80 grand. Right? Oh, wow. And that's, you know, we don't know how many years of that she had. That's your phone. I know. Yes. So what does this film teach us about chasing an, a dream that even if you um, get it, isn't really attainable? It's, it's, it's a little discouraged. It's a little discouraging. I, I'm not going to lie. It is a little discouraging. Um, but that doesn't mean that you should stop chasing it. I agree. I, I don't think that you should stop chasing it just because you're like, uh, well, it's not going to make me a living as much as I want to, but you, you could still put it, you could still have it in your life. Even if you don't make a living doing it, you could still do it on the side and keep it. Or even if you make a living at it in a short time, yes. well, then that's one chapter of your life that's super interesting. Like your phone ring. Right. Saying that a message was left or not left. I should be in a four-day one. Oh, um, so, I mean, um, I don't believe that you should stop chasing a dream. <coughs> if it is still a dream, and if you want to keep it alive, I would... You know, once once things are are starting to open up, one of the things I really want to do is be in an ensemble again because mm -hmm. I love. I want to get back into performing again, even if I don't make a living at it. Yeah, because that is something I I love to do, and if I end up teaching people, even if it isn't for a big amount, I'd like to do that. Even if I end up wake, uh, working at a radio station, right? Wouldn't that be awesome? I don't know. Um, I've done that before. Um, but there's so, I mean, the cool thing is that in the arts, there are possibilities to what you can do with your art. The only problem is even if it, you know, you may not make a good living, but keep chasing it. I don't know what a ballerina could do. I mean, I guess teach. Did I tell you? What's up? I forgot. I just, I just thought of this. Did I tell you that I knew a ballerina? I think everybody's known one, but tell me about yours. Um, it was my uncle's, uh, friend who was married to a ballerina. I don't know. Um, I've only met her, like, I think, I remember one time that I met her, she was, um, visiting us, uh, she was visiting my aunt and uncle when they just had their first child. Oh. And, um, she seemed like a nice lady, but, um, oh yeah, I hear, I hear that like any, like ballerinas and especially athletes get injured really, really quickly if they don't take care of their, their themselves. Like, can you imagine? Because I, I, I heard that ballerinas have to stand on their toes a lot. That's got to be really hard for their feet. It does. Yeah. Don't it, wear high heels. No. Is there anything else you want to say about this movie? Uh, no. But I liked it more than you did. Yes. I say, if you don't mind bad acting <laughs> and can deal with just acting that's okay, <laughs> you enjoy good music and you like a film with a lot of plot holes then maybe you should think about checking out this movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could say to the crapper with it and... Uh, <laughs> Watch something good. I still can't believe that the person who created the toilet bowl was John Crapper. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. 
Next movie, yes. I showed you a really good movie last night. We both did not see this movie. I had not seen it, but I had really good things about it. A film called Noises Off. Oh my goodness, this was hilarious from beginning to end. And we, we can't, it's hard to analyze characters because they were all over the place. Do you want me to give a brief description yes. of the movie? Yes, absolutely. It starts off, Michael Caine is some big time play director. Mm -hmm. And he is very nervous that people are going to take him apart because of uh, a play that uh, he's putting on with Carol Burnett, <laughs> who is not only an actress in it, but she, she helps fund the, the play. Oh, she's so funny in this movie. <laughs> yes. She has issues with sardines. There's a bunch of those in the this phone. movie. The phone. <laughs> John Ritter is an actor who's trying to sleep with Carol Burnett. <laughs> But he does this fake British accent on stage. It's so funny. He hates Christopher Reeve because he thinks <laughs> that he's also trying to get with Carol Brunette because Christopher Reeve's wife just left him. There's all these on-stage antics going. And then, and then there's this older guy who plays a, a man named, I think his name is Selden. Or yes, Selden. 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 And he just like kind of appears out of nowhere. And then you've got this. You've got uh, Julie Haggerty, great actress, very Mary underrated. Lou Hanner, who's supposed to be Christopher. Was it Christopher Reeve's girlfriend or something? I or think wife? So. Yeah. Was she in the audience? No, she's his girlfriend on stage because it's a play. So she plays his girlfriend in the play, but she's not his girlfriend in the movie off of the stage. Right, right, and um, John Ritter is uh, John Ritter's girlfriend is is a uh, Julie Haggerty. Oh, it was so funny. No, no, no. Uh, what? What? John, this is where it gets confusing. Okay. Julie Haggerty play is the understudy for John Ritter's girlfriend. Oh, oh I see. And she's she had an affair with Michael Caine and gets pregnant <laughs> in the movie. Oh, that's right. They're <laughs> pregnant. Yes. <laughs> and Michael Caine gets really fed up. Oh, yeah. And somewhere in between that, I should mention, is uh, Mark Lynn Baker, who plays Larry Appleton. He is another understudy. <laughs> I don't want to say too much of this movie just yeah. because I don't want to give it away. It's but so great. they just do such a horrible job of putting on the set. <laughs> At one point, they just start breaking characters. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then um, they're like grabbing stuff from each other backstage and hitting each other, getting in a fight. And then um, and then um, uh, Carol Burnett does this scene with the plate of sardines, and she she spills it onto the stage, and she moves the phone, puts the, newspaper over the, it. The phone, the phone, and the and the audience is just having so much fun with it. And the and she she pushes the phone with her foot, right? Yes. <laughs> And then Michael Caine's had enough. He's like, "Okay, that's it. I'm gonna sit in the audience." And um, <laughs> and then um, Michael Caine, the old guy. Wait, was it the old guy? Yes. Michael Caine, the old guy, and Larry Appleton are playing the same character. Or um, um, Mark Lynn Baker that's are playing fine. this. <laughs> you know Larry Appleton, close and Larry. Mark Mark Lynn Baker is <laughs> playing the same character, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." <laughs> This is a hidden, <laughs> hidden gem. We did some research, and it only made $2.2 million when it came oh, out in the 90s. It was so hilarious. It reminded me of the Naked Gun movies because they were, like, funny from beginning to end. But this is, like, a kind of funny. Like it It's a different type funny. of funny, but I hear what you're saying. It wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be an actual production. Yes. But it was a really – the audience loved it. 
and they didn't they probably didn't realize that this is when this was not supposed to happen <laughs> it's difficult to do character analysis with a movie like it this is, yeah but let's try with one, the one who's most based in reality which would be michael kane's yes. character right yes what do you think his life has been like <laughs> up until the point where he directs these actors? A roller movie? coaster. Yes. A roller coaster. Because he's like, oh, you know, we're supposed to go on. Is this a tech rehearsal or the just rehearsal? And it's kind of funny because everybody's calling each other darling and whatever. And they're kind of like, you know, it's 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 unprofessional for actors to do that uh, usually, right? I don't know. Actually, I, I, I don't know. Some people do it. Actually, I don't know, but I think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> John Ritter and John Ritter is trying to get with Carol Burnett. You're right. Yes. Lloyd is um, Lloyd is is Michael Caine. I think his name was, and he is like you kind of wonder like, well, who's directing this play? Is it the actors or is it the director? <laughs> it's a really fun movie. What I thought was really funny at the end was Michael Caine is like. Oh, we did it. I knew we would did it. I had no doubt. There was no doubt in my mind. Because it's, <laughs> yeah. And he puts on these, like, sunglasses and goes out on stage. So they take the play on tour and eventually end up on Broadway. Yes. And that's where the movie ends. Yes. But he said that the most disastrous uh, performance was in Cleveland. <laughs> and that's where John Ritter breaks character. Carol Burnett drops the sardines <laughs> and puts a newspaper over it and all this crazy stuff. And then what about the ending where they um, they drop their British accents and they're actually performing it? Well, that's in, in, in that play. Oh, it is? Yeah. Because remember, it's like, I think we should have an old-fashioned plate of, and then the, fan, the, the audience is like, sardines! Yes, yes. <laughs> it was good, babes. It was so funny. I know we didn't give a lot about this movie away, yeah. but I kind of feel like people should go out and see it. Actually, I kind of wish you we would have seen that one later on, but that's okay though. I agree with you because the first one was, or the the one we did watch was. Eh, that. Obviously, it was a it was a hit and it was a hit and miss. So I mean, it was a miss for you, but I liked it. Yes, you will. But that's okay. Um, we didn't know about noises off, and we didn't we didn't know uh, you didn't know about center stage. That's so, right. uh, but noises off is really really funny. Yes, that is like a funny movie you can watch over the weekend is there anything else you want to say about noises off or questions you may um, have um they were just really talented in the movie i thought christopher reeve's british accent was great <laughs> carol burnett is super talented if you get a chance to youtube her she can sing she can act and she's funny yeah keep in mind i don't know a whole lot about her except one of her daughters had issues with alcoholism yeah i heard about that and she died young and i know that she had a tv show back in the 70s but i haven't no, really no she's she's really good she's really good i i think she's one of the um more most talented one of uh, one of many women that are most talented in that area i love near the beginning of the movie where they're doing the dress rehearsal and Christopher Reeve keeps keeps asking Michael Caine, "Well, why would my character do this? Mm -hmm. How does this make sense to the plot?" <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, and then and then when he's he's um, directing, he's like, "All right, noise noises off, yes. action." Yes. But I just thought it was so funny when he had a breakdown and he ended up sitting in the audience. That's great. <laughs> what other stuff was uh, Mark Lynn Baker doing behind the stage? 
He was a guy in charge of the curtain. Yeah. And obviously... Oh, the curtain was broken. Yes. And then obviously he would give the announcements along with Mary Lou Hanner. There's the great interaction where she says it's going to be three minutes until they go on. Yes. Mark Baker says one minute, then he comes back and says two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I got to see if that's on... Um... I got to see if that's on the descriptive because that's a really great movie. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, any other comments or questions about the movie? Uh, do am I from Spain? I don't know. Uh, Um, um, I don't know. I'm kidding. Um, uh, even the ones who had smaller parts like Marklin Baker, super good. Yes. Um, I just thought it was really funny when John Ritter takes his girlfriend to one of the rooms where I was like, no, no, it's a linen closet. <laughs> Ooh, black sheets. No, it's a linen closet. Here and here. And then you find Christopher Reeve in one of the rooms. It's great. I don't know if he was supposed to do that, but it was hilarious. Yes. yes. <laughs> People were slamming doors. and. <laughs> yes. What would you give this movie on a scale from one to ten? Oh, I would give it an eight. Sounds good. Would you recommend it to anybody? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If you really want something to make you laugh from beginning to end, you got to watch this movie. It is really good. (laughs) Where did you hear about Noises Off? I was on the internet one day and I was watching a film uh, commentary show and they were talking about underrated movies and somebody said Noises Off. Well, they are correct. This is this is a gem. um, Very well done. I mean, it made it made you want to go to this play, even if it was going horribly behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the play? Do you remember? I forgot. It was that funny. Yes. It was really funny. Oh, yes, you will. I don't even know if they even gave the name of it, but it's hilarious. They might have it a song, my boy. I don't remember it either, yes. but it was really funny. Oh, yes, you will. <laughs> it's like, who's directing it? <laughs> the actors or the director? I had no doubt. They did a wonderful job. Everything is wonderful. Yes. <laughs> Bubs, did you ever see that movie? This is um about... Uh, did you ever see a movie with Michael Caine and Sally Field called Surrender? No. I like that one. I mean, I haven't seen it in years, but I think it's supposed to be like a romantic comedy. Really? That might be fun to watch someday. Yeah. I know that next weekend we're going to be doing Monty Python. Monty Python. And tonight... <clears throat> You've never seen Bowfinger or Sunset Boulevard, so it's going to be a fun experience. No, no. I've never seen Sunset Boulevard, but I've heard great things about it. Yes. 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 J-Lo. Yes. You liked the movie. I did. Um, I guess maybe we should talk about dreams. Yes. Tell me. I had a weird dream. I had a dream that I was in California, and I went to uh, this restaurant with a bunch of people, Don't didn't know where they were. We were eating, and, and a bunch of us decided, okay, we are going to throw our masks away. No masks anymore. I go back home. I'm listening to my dot, which is kind of funny, because in the dream, whatever I was listening to was in my dream. Um, <clears throat> it's the next day. We go outside, and we, we decide that we want to go to California, and we're, we're walking. Or, or I'm sorry. We decide that we want to go to Disneyland, and I think... I think we heard it was closed or something and we were just kind of walking around and my mom is in the dream and she's telling me, Oh, I heard you snoring. And I'm like, and and she recorded me sleeping in the dream. And I'm just like, mom, you're embarrassing. Stop it. You're embarrassing me. You're stop it. Uh, (laughs) And then I wake up. Nice. It was very odd. Nice. Yeah. 
That would go too long. It's very strange. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about today? Oh, excuse me. No. Uh, no, but I'm, I think that you had something to show me. You want me to give you your present? Yes. All right. Hold this. Yes. I'll be right back. Unless you want me to pause it. Why don't you pause it? All right, hold on. Let me pause this. Pause, 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 and we're back. Hello. Hello. Before I give you this present, yes. Earlier this morning, I said that I believe this is something you will love in about a month. But when I initially give it to you, not only will you say, "Why did you buy me this?" <laughs> but you're also going to think to yourself, "I'll never use it." <laughs> so, I, right. that's why I said I'm to give this to you. But here you okay. go, babes. Oh, thank you. It's a box. It's a box. Oh, and there's something in it. What? There's something in the box, too. Well, I mean, obviously, if you're, um, uh, could you help me with this, because my nails are, uh, short. Mine are short, too, babes. Yes, I know, but we at least try, or try to get it open, a little bit open, and I'll do the rest. I don't know if okay. that helps. Oh, thank you. Let me see. Oh, there we go. Oh, good. Uh, oops. Oh, I don't know what this thing is. It might be a thing that came with it. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. It's a round thing. Huh. What in the world is this? You want me to tell you what it is? You want me to give it out? No, I don't know what it is. It's a round thing. It's like a ball. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Yes. I bought you the fourth generation Echo Dot. Really? And the reason I did that, I know you have the second generation. Yes. But you're always having issue with your dot restarting on you. Okay. And mine does that occasionally, but it's like once every couple months. You, you've told me that it'll happen a few times a day. Not, so, not a few times a day. It just, sometimes it happens, sometimes it don't, doesn't. Well, you've made it sound like it happens a lot. Oh my goodness. And I figured, you know, this, oh. yeah, this way, you know, maybe you don't want to carry yours into the bathroom. Oh. You could have this in there instead. So, so yeah. But I have to take it out of the speaker though, correct? What do you mean? I would have to take it out of this. I would have to hook this up to the speaker, right? Uh, you mean up to the battery part? Yes. The only thing is this uses a different battery port. Oh, really? But this could be like a living room thing or... And the, uh, I in the know, kitchen. In the kitchen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm glad you like it, babes. Does this come with a, um, a plug? It should. There should be one in here. Oh, wait. I think it's... The, hold on. I think it might be this one. Oh, oh, wait. Okay. Okay, this is it. Oh, thank you, bubs. Yes, babes, I hope you like it. And the other thing you can do, babes. Yes. And let me preface this by saying yes. you should not do this because it's illegal. Okay. But you could do this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you have a headphone jack on your computer? I do. Okay. You like a lot of these Christian radio shows with programs, right? Yes. One thing you could do is you could get a TRRS cable, uh -huh. plug it into the headphone jack, yeah. make sure that the um, 
the uh, your Echo is being powered, so it's hooked up to a power supply. Connect the head, connect the cable to both your uh, Echo and the headphone jack in your computer, mm-hmm. and then record the sound that's coming out from your Echo into your computer, so you could have a copy of it. Okay, you're gonna have to go through the buttons with me, but this is so cool. I like the um, I like that it's it's kind of uh, rounder on the top yep. here. So it feels like a ball. And has a little bit better sound, too, I've noticed. Wow. Because I have one of these. Oh, this is so cool. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. I was a little concerned you wouldn't like it because you already have an Echo, but yours is kind of, like, clunky sometimes with the connection, so. Well, and, I mean, I like it. I think it has a good sound, but this is cool that I have something else, too. Um, is it going to be easy to hook this up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, this is cool. Okay, so the the he- the jack here, mm-hmm. uh, the smaller one obviously is for headphones. So I'm guessing that the plug goes in here. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you, bubs. Yes, babes. And the other reason I wanted to get it to you is because it has the new chip, which they haven't utilized yet. Um, but I think that the new chip allows it to connect to different Wi-Fi servers, even when you're outside. Oh, really? And a thought I have, mm-hmm. and a rumor that's kind of been going on on the internet, is that someday soon they might use that chip to give you the ability to connect mobily. So, like, let's say you get a battery base for this. Uh-huh. You could be at the store and still connect to Wi-Fi with that. Okay. And, like, listen to your music that way since you don't have a smartphone. At least not yet. Not yet. They haven't implemented that, but that's... Some people have speculated that they might. Hmm. So if these two dots are hooked up, right? Yes. At the same time, could I act? Could I initially listen to a program in one room and it would still be playing in another room? Yes, you could set it up that way. Cool. Yes. That'll work. Yes, you will. So these are. This is cool. So what button is the X here? The X is the volume up button right here. Okay, and then below that is volume down. No, so there's this right here, and then the minus. Right here. Oh, that's cool. And then what is the one to turn it on? Um, I believe you just plug it in and it turns on. And there's one. Oh, yeah. I think if you press. Hold on. I think if you press this one, it'll turn the microphone on so you don't have to use the wake word. Which one? The one that my finger's on right here. Oh, the, the round one? Yes. Underneath the. Uh, no, right here. Oh, right, right yeah, here. That's what I mean. And the, then the, the... this button puts it in so it can't hear you. Oh, mute. Yes. Okay, and then what's this one over here? That's that's the volume down, babe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So this is okay. So this one is volume up. Yes. The X. Yes. And then volume down is here. This one. Yes. Oh, okay. It's like a plus. Oh. But from right. the angle you're looking at it, I okay. can see what you're thinking. And nice. then this one again is the that's the uh, the I, mic, the mic, mm-hmm. and then the the mute. Oh, okay. This yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. I like how they're different. They don't feel the same. Yeah, and they and it has new features to it, too, that yours doesn't have. So. Oh, yeah. wow. So I hope you like it, babes. Oh, that's really cool, Bugs. Oh, good. Do you think I need to keep all this stuff in here? I would keep it just in case, but, yeah. I mean, it's past its due-by date, so I don't okay. know. Okay. Uh, I might do that. Yeah. I might, I might keep it. Yes. I think that'll be good. Could I get a kiss from the birthday girl? Aw. Thank you. Yes, babes. Mm. Mm. 
Oh, that's a nice question. Thank you, see, babes. see, when you explained it to me, Bubs, why would you think that I would never use it? Because my fear was you were going to open it and be like, I already have a dot, okay? No, I mean, it would be different if you if I had like two, like two landlines, right? Yeah. Because that happened before where I got a I got a phone from somebody and then. My other friends gave me a phone for my birthday. I'm like, what am I going to do with the extra phone, huh. right? Um, I didn't tell them that they get, that I got an extra phone because I didn't want them to feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll just have two phones. Yeah, and also now, like yeah. you have, and also you're a little bit trepidatious when it comes to technology. But now, if you go to like visit your aunts in Seattle, mm-hmm. you could take your Echo Dot two with you. Oh, that's right. And if something happened to it, it would it suck, but you'd still have this as a backup. Oh, are you talking about the other one? Yes. The other, like if I took this with me? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's what I just said, babes. Okay. Oh, I, I that's cool. Yes, babes. It's really cool. I'm glad you like it, Jewel. I wonder, uh, probably wouldn't work on trains. No. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, babes. That's cool, though. Yeah, I could I could just pack this up in my backpack and, and, and take it with me. That's right, babes. Yes. Yes. All right, babes, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I like this ball of a dot. There we go, J-Wolf. There we go. Okay. All right, I guess we should wrap it up. Yes. Bye, and bye uh, have a snacky, yes, and then yes. I can call some people. We hope you enjoyed Hammond and the Birthday Girl. Yeah, isn't it funny? We reversed <laughs> We reversed our other title. That's right, babes. No longer J-Lo and their birthday boy. Oh, it's we're going to have J-Lo and the birthday boy pretty soon there, J-Lo. Eight more months, folks. That's pretty quick there, J-Lo. But okay, babes, we will wrap up for now. Yeah, so um, anyway, thanks for listening to the uh, our birthday show. Yes. I'm glad that we were able to do that this year because last year, uh, nah, it didn't work out for me. No. It, unfortunately, uh, I didn't get to see Rick that year that's right but this is a better birthday i'm very happy today and i'm anxious to see what the rest of the day brings that's right bye for now bye-bye bye-bye